Spoiler warning. The following discussion will contain spoilers. We recommend checking out the movie first, then coming back to hang with us. But if you don't care about that, glad to have you here. All right, everybody, welcome back to the 25 Days of Real Christmas, a series where we review some old and new holiday favorite films. My name's Kevin. And I'm John. And we are the Real Movie Guys. On today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at Home Alone 4, Taking Back the House. Amidst his parents' impending divorce, Kevin McAllister must foil his old nemesis's Marv and his wife Vera's plot to kidnap a crown prince, despite opposition from his dad, Peter, Peter's fiance. Natalie and Natalie's butler, Mr. Prescott. John, I didn't think it was going to be this bad, to be honest with you. Like, I knew what was coming, but I, I didn't know this was coming. And wow, this is bad. I think right away we have to talk about some of the main issues that really, like, drive home why this movie's so bad. A lot of it has to do, I think, with Home Alone 3, we moved away from the McAllister family, right? And in a way, you know, I, we could appreciate that. I felt like I felt like we were both like, okay, you know, I guess it was time, right? That they did enough with the McAllister family, and they said, all right, well, we're gonna try a new family, try something a little different. If nothing else, Home Alone three was a little different, regardless of how you feel about it. So, what does Home Alone four decide to do? Decides to go right back to the McAllister family and make this ridiculous, over the top garbage story. Before we really dive into how bad this movie is, there's just a little bit of positivity I was able to get out of it. Not much, mind you. There are two characters, actually, I did really enjoy. Uh, the first one, I actually did like Eric Avari, who played uh, Mr. Prescott. I actually do think he's pretty funny. Eric Avari, if you don't know what he's from, uh, he's been in a lot of, he's like a lot of bit characters. He was in um, Mr. Deeds, uh, The Mummy, stuff like that. Kind of always plays like that butler, smart old guy kind of character. And for what it's worth, you know, he was tolerable. I didn't hate him necessarily in this movie. He had a couple cute interactions with character Kevin in this movie. And, you know, he was fine. You know, just his overall mannerisms. I mean, it's essentially just him being himself, right? I don't think there was really much to his character. So good for him. You know, good for him. He he, he was able to so show some kind of shining light out of this turd. So not bad. And the other character who I thought was okay, actually, which I don't even know if that'll surprise you. I thought uh, Missy Pyle, who played Vera who is Marv's uh, wife. I thought she did an okay job too. I actually didn't really dislike her at all. I thought she was kind of fine as far as like a comedic foil. They could have gave her more to do. Yeah, she was fine. I thought, I thought she was funny. You know, I, I laughed a few times at her, just her interactions with Marv and that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> so I want you to go into it, John. What did it do for you? Did it do anything for you? It told me I really should have got my time back after watching this movie. It was terrible. Like, yeah. let's just let's just go to the main problem with this movie. All right, go for it. The whole stupid plot of the oh, you didn't like them, the plot? them trying to kidnap the prince from the people's house with their creepy little butler lady. That's like, okay, I'm gonna get my son in here, and then the kid goes there to the, apparently. He wants to get out of his real life to go to stay with his father for a little bit. And he gets into all this trouble. Even his father's like new girlfriend slash mm -hmm. wife. I feel like she either phones it in or her character is just that terrible. Like it just was done. Well, let's just say you could say that for this whole goddamn movie. Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with one character specifically. 
what this movie did, the ultimate sin it commits, right? It tried to go back to the original storyline, but by doing that, it ultimately trashed the parts that we loved and disgraced everything else that we liked along the way doing it. Like you said, essentially, Peter McAllister and Kate McAllister, the parents of Kevin, are made completely unlikable. Kevin himself is by far one of the most annoying kids on the face of the planet. He has none of the likability of Macaulay Culkin or even the kid from Home Alone 3. He has none of that likability whatsoever. I, I, I couldn't wait for him to get off the screen. He was annoying me so goddamn much. They changed the story for the parts that they kept. They ended up changing. Uh, Kevin originally had five siblings. Now he's down to two. So I guess they just got rid of three kids. I mean, they lost Kevin quite a few times, I guess. So why couldn't they lose three of their kids permanently? But then you have Marv, who they decided oh, to bring man. back. And they just write off Harry out of nowhere. Just like, oh, Harry's still in prison or we're gone from him. And then they replaced him with Vera, which is okay. I'm not against Vera. But they cast someone I, I don't like, French Stewart. Anything I've seen him in. I don't like him. And him trying to be this Marv, it's absolutely terrible. He looks more like Harry than he looks like Marv, if you really want to be honest with me. Like, as far as, like, mannerisms and the way he acts, like, what was the thought process behind getting him into this film? I don't understand. If you're going to go back to another character, you have to do it well and do it at least almost like, like Marv was. Yeah. The big problem is, like you said, the plot is one of the hugest issues in this film. It's just, it makes no goddamn sense. The parents are getting divorced out of nowhere. Right. It literally like, okay, I guess they're divorced and they're like low middle class. Why bother with the continuity if you're not even going to attempt to make it besides using the names? None of these people are similar to their same counterparts. And the whole idea with the divorce and, you know, having to get over that, which kind of plays into the story. Not really. And then Marv becoming instead of being, you know, he's a kidnapper. Now, seriously, and not yeah, and the fact that they're trying they to kidnap the children? prince, yeah, trying to kidnap children, right? And they're they're attempting to kidnap a prince throughout this whole movie. The prince isn't there until the end. He, sh- he shows, and up he at knows one part. that. He should know that because they're right outside the whole goddamn time, and the prince <laughs> never came. There's no logic so behind that. Like, what is this movie? Or then they go to they go <laughs> supposedly to go pick up the prince. Yeah, and he got the, and they they got delayed, so they had to go back. I was like. What the heck is going on here? This is like nine stories in one. Yeah, it's just... And they're all bad. Everyone's a really bad budget version. Not if that. if And that's even giving them too much credit to say that they're budget versions of those characters. Because I don't even recognize them to any extent. They're, they're not like those characters that were, I would consider... You know, maybe some wouldn't, but, you know, timeless characters in a way. They're, they're not those people. They're not the McAllister family. They're not Marv or whatever you're trying to go for here. It just it just doesn't work. And you have to wonder, in some regard, too, if the fact that this movie was essentially a direct-to-TV release, I think it was direct-to-the-Disney channel or ABC Family. One of the two. They're essentially the same thing, right? It was a direct-to-TV movie, and you can tell. I mean, I'm not trying to shot on anybody's editing here, but it looks like I'm editing their movie. And, you know, you've seen my editing on this channel. It ain't the great. It's okay. And it's like I did that. Literally, it looks like someone just went in like iMovie and edited a movie together. There's a scene specifically, and I'm not too sure if it was with the version I was watching or not. They have like a security camera, right, where they're showing what's going on. And I guess they used like an overlay to show like security footage, but they took the overlay and put it over the other overlay of a security camera outline. So everything became all like black and white and like staticky. What the hell was that? 
It's like you used the wrong overlay and they didn't even care. There's like no shame. Another really interesting part too is when the house gets flooded. Kevin floods the house because Marv's trying to get in and whatever. So he floods the house. And if you look, you can see like the dams in the background. So the water didn't flow into the rest of the set. You can literally see it's a set. <laughs> literally. Like even when they go into the house, you see Natalie literally step over it to get into the house. <laughs> Seriously. What the hell? Come on, guys. I know it's a TV movie, but it's the Home Alone name. Doesn't that mean anything? Again, as bad as Home Alone 3 was, it's not that great, but I I would say it's, you know, didn't have to take a dump all over the series because of that. Like, I I don't think the name's worthless. They try to be different in their own way, right? They do these different things. They have the smart house, which is the stupidest thing. It's like super futuristic, but not at the same time. Marv's mom ends up being the insider, quote unquote, that was getting them into this place. That that makes no sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and she telegraphed that a mile away. If you couldn't figure that out, then there's probably something wrong with you, to be honest, because she literally says in one scene, like, oh, my son, you know, I look fondly after him. Gee, I wonder who the hell that could be. You know, I, I know this is trying to be a low hanging fruit family kid movie. Harry! But it's so bad. This is one of those movies where I hate even wasting our time talking about it because I don't want to give it attention because it doesn't deserve any in the slightest. It deserves to just be forgotten and just to disappear. And for a movie called Home Alone, I have to say, he's not home alone. There's yeah. people in the house the whole time. He's never actually home <laughs> alone when they're trying to break in. There's just people trying to break into his house. He's not, he's not home alone. He's being watched by the butler. Yeah. Not even the butler. There's like lots of people. There's like a party going on at one point. There's he's not home alone. So I'm not sure why you're calling it home alone. They could have just called it taking back the house or something. And that that would have been fine. You know what I mean? Like that would have made more sense than adding the home alone name and actually numbering it and adding it to this franchise. I mean, let's be honest though. It would never gotten the views if it didn't have the home alone name. And besides having the home alone name, it has the characters, but it has nothing else that's from home alone. Besides, yes, it takes place on Christmas. So, I mean, if you want to give it, I guess, a prop, since the last one ignored that, it went back to the Christmas roots. So that's something. But the traps aren't even, there's no real traps. Like there is kind of, but not really. They're not not even clever. They're like G versions of traps from home alone one and two and three stuck even in, stuck in the dumb waiter well, like on. i know we were going over the top and i was admitting it when we got to home alone three it was like holy crap what have you done i kind of missed that <laughs> in a weird <laughs> way now we just have these like g maybe pg if you're really trying to tread the dangerous waters there or i think the worst one actually i will say isn't the in the kitchen they get hit with like a, a pot in the face that's it that's the best you got that was the best Seriously? you had it's tough to find out like what exactly went wrong is it just because it was straight to tv is that is that what did it is the bid budget being slashed just it's a shame really when you really watch this movie it just it makes you sad it makes you sad it's you know we're a franchise that was as good as home alone when and it makes you really wonder after home alone 2 even 3 they could have just stopped you know they really didn't need it and as much as people complained about kevin and that McAllister family not being in home alone 3 this is maybe a good reason why they shouldn't have been. This movie's the perfect example. There are two like quick little facts I was able to, tr- you know, try and drive up about this movie because I'm like, you know, I, I gotta get some answers to what happened. Uh, Daniel Stern was actually asked to be back in this movie, but he rejected it by saying, and I quote, "This movie is an insult and total garbage." <laughs> that's exactly. Hey. That's, Daniel Stern is quoted as saying that. Hey, Daniel Stern. <laughs> 
I completely agree with you. I completely agree. <laughs> and then also, if you couldn't tell, uh, this was also used as a pilot of sorts because they were actually trying to develop a Home Alone TV series. So maybe that's oh where they gosh. were trying to go with this. I, I could actually see that when we were watching this. I could see this being like the Home Alone TV show. But what the hell would that have been about? Just Kevin, the crazy antics of Kevin McAllister. We can leave him a Home Alone every episode. <laughs> Home Alone doesn't work that? as a TV series. I mean, it's Disney, right? So I'm not surprised. You know, they tried to get milk from a rock at this point. It's not that surprising. Watching this movie just really just hurts. That's the only thing I can really say about it. I think we're at that point, though. We're going to give our final scores. I'm going to give Home Alone 4, Taking Back the House, a well-deserved F. This movie's terrible. Again, I don't even want to waste that much time with it. I mean, honestly, if we could have, I would have just skipped it because it's that bad. Those two performances I thought were fine. That doesn't justify this movie's existence whatsoever. Nothing works. The franchise could have ended at this point. Or if, if not, at least it proved that the McAllister family angle that they were going for, that continuing story, that, that, that's long gone, man. You know, it's over. John, where do you stand with this film? This movie gets a big fat f for flaming hot garbage can agree more that they threw out on the screen you put home alone name on this to try to make your money and you turned it into a laughing stock any little bit of effort could have made this movie better just any kind of effort whatsoever not the crap that they threw together there's a lot of things that are just better than this some of the friday the 13th movies we watched were better they're the worst friday the 13th movies or at least somewhat entertaining this i i couldn't get anything out of it it was it was ridiculous i'm trying to quickly forget it and you know it's one of those movies that's hard to find right it is pretty i know it is available for streaming on hbo max if you can just avoid it watch home alone one and two watch three ignore four you know go don't go out of your way there's no, there's yeah. none after three. Maybe. We'll see what happens when we take Tackle 5. John, where can the people find us at home? You can find us over on YouTube. The Real Movie Guys on YouTube. Go over to our channel. Like like this if you enjoyed this. Um, subscribe to our channel. We're almost at 25. Yeah. Guess so that's sweet 25. try to get there. <laughs> 25 days of Christmas. 25, 25 subscribers. Maybe. There we go. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at the real movie guy on Twitter. You can also listen to us on many podcasting platforms such as yes, for your listening pleasure. We are also available in podcast format, iTunes, Spotify, anchor, Google podcast, overcast, breaker, radio, public, and pocket casts. Be sure to give us a listen to any of those fine places. If you already are right now, Hey, greatly appreciate it. Just search out real movie guys. We should pop right up. Thank you again all so much for joining us for this episode of The Real Review. My name's Kevin. That guy over there, he's John. We are your real movie guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. And don't forget to tune in all this month as the holiday festivities continue during the 25 days of real Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll catch you next time. See ya!